Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is Wendy. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. Hi to Tara, who's joining me tonight. Hey. Hello, girl. How are you? I was wondering if you were coming in. I worried for a minute. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I had trouble dialing in. I just love Block Talk Radio. (laughs) But we're here, so thanks, you guys, for listening. Uh, Later up... Later up in the show, Krista Wells, the military spouse coach, will join us for Krista's Corner. So I want to put that out there real quick. Uh, on deck tonight, we we're gonna we have a lot to get to, so we're just gonna kind of move forward and hope we can get to it all. Um, not only are Tara and I gonna chat about our weeks and what we've been up to since our last show, we're gonna share a funny story or two when we do that. Um, but we also are gonna welcome two guests along with Krista. Uh, Pauline Weissman is going to stop into Krista's Corner to talk about detox diets and good choices for better life nutrition therapy is her thing. So she'll join us here in a little while, so hang out for that. If you've always wondered how best to do a detox diet, what's up with all these green green shakes, how to snack Mm -hmm. healthy, we're going to talk about that. And then kind of a really neat treat – if you have an iPad, chances are you know what the daily is. And the daily is, uh, if you don't have an iPad, it's an online magazine that's really fancy and cool. I love getting the daily. Uh, Dr. Lamb writes for the daily, and he is here to talk about, I mean, since we're talking about nutrition and taking better care of ourselves, he's going to talk about, uh, we get the chance really to ask him some questions that might be kind of embarrassing to have to do with her stomach and our gut and all that stuff, kind of a gut check tonight, and he has a book called uh, No Guts, No Glory, so we're going to talk about that later, and Marla, hopefully we'll be in the chat room a little bit later, and I was running up the stairs as I was coming up here <laughs> trying to call in, so I'm a little out of breath, <laughs> and chasing Boomer, because Boomer was like running around, and I was like trying to contain the chihuahua so he doesn't bark through the whole show, so well, that's uh, I know he's so crazy, so that's what we have coming up tonight, so we hope that you will hang out with us. Yeah. If you're li- oh yeah, I know. Let me give them our spill. We're gonna have to truck through this stuff. We have a lot coming up. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be less random chatting and more focused chatting. <laughs> That'll be good for us. <laughs> if you're listening to us via our via our podcast on demand, welcome to the show. If you're in the chat room or listening via your phone, um and you can't get to the chat room, we want to give you a shout out too. Everyone, we invite you to subscribe to our show via iTunes by searching Navy Wife Radio. And if you are listening to us live, be sure to introduce yourself in the chat room and say hi. But remember, OPSEC, Operational Security, we're going to talk about where our husbands are when they're getting back, or wives, and whatnot. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest by searching My Military Life. And if you're on Twitter, you can use the hashtag, whatever hashtag, My Military Life. Also, parts your good off like their lady. I know, but it's a hashtag. Everybody knows what it is. Yeah. I know it's so, a pound okay, sign. It doesn't so. make any sense. I don't even know what a hashtag. Who made that up? 
And are they getting royalties off every time I've ever said that? I know someone who actually puts on Facebook, hashtag, hey, I love Chick-fil-A, hashtag, my wife is awesome, hashtag, Chick-fil-A is cool, chicken, and I'm like, you're you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, cut it out. I don't even know, it drives me nuts. I know. I like using hashtags on Facebook just because um, it's like a random thought. Like, how do you put random thought on Facebook without using a hashtag? Yeah, but you don't put 17 million. I mean, really. There's like a a paragraph of hashtags underneath. It's more hashtags than status updates. (laughs) Life hashtag. I don't know what. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my goodness. So what's your week been up? What have you been up to? Um, So let's catch up. Uh, So we are in the middle of another move. Um, that's been kind of crazy. So, yeah, so it looks like we're going to have a little beachside apartment down um, on the Gulf. And we're excited about it. I'm trying to remain positive. It's a little bit crazy right now, you know, your husband's, like, working someplace different than where you live. So he's kind of commuting back and forth, which is okay. It's okay. I mean, he's back from Afghanistan, right? So we're not quite used to being near each other 100% 100% mm-hmm. of the time. So this is this is not this is kind of breaking us in. You know, all the new wives this are going, the oh, heart grow fonder. I know. Have you been watching no, yeah. wives? I have actually and I was surprised that I have been, yeah. Me too. Quite I watched a little. Like, well, I watched like six or five episodes in a row <laughs> over the weekend. So I sort of feel like um the um Holly, I just love Holly. She's so cute. She's the new spouse on Army Wives. For those of you that don't know, Army Wives airs Sunday nights on Lifetime TV at like eight Central, I think. Check your local listings, but she's the. New I like spouse. all the new spouses. She's, I'm surprised. I do too. Yeah. I like it better than it was getting. I mean, I was just over it. I'm wanting Brooke Shields and well, what's his face to hook up. Yeah. I know. I'm waiting for that too. <laughs> A little joint base, like, whatever. Uh, I love Brian McNamara. Everybody knows that. Who's been listening to our show for a while. Uh, I just been following his career for a while, and um, so if we, if we ever book him or if we're, we ever go to South Carolina, if we go mm-hmm. before the show cancels, which hopefully we will, you get to talk to him because I'm just going to sit back with my popcorn and just enjoy the moment. <laughs> you would just like smell so, him. Oh, yeah, so, no, so let's not get crazy, but yeah, you would. Don't even try it. Why can't you speak? Like, and I'm like, I'm what do you think, like Wendy? You're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mhm. What? <laughs> I say, what do you think, Wendy? Mhm. Good. Good. I like it. He looks great. Yeah, I, I do miss the little uh, Roxy and Drew Fuller. Uh, Trevor. I did until hey he went like. I like how they don't care how she dresses, and the minute he like puts on a little butter bar, they're like, "Oh wait, you might want to wear jewelry." And I'm like, "What? Do you remember that little episode?" Let me yes, vent for a I second. Do, I do. I was like, are you kidding me right now? But we'll talk about that a different day. I'm trying to detox. Yeah, we will. we'll have an Army Wives Day where we talk because <laughs> we do that once a season and we're kind of behind because we've already been going for a while. So we will it's do that. Um, I do want to take like a quick minute to get serious because um, most of you, if you're like me, mm-hmm. we've, we've kind of been stopped in our tracks by the images that are coming out of Oklahoma City. So I just want to take a moment and just – and say, I know it's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. I think it's just important we know about it so we can pray for them. 
and mm-hmm. um, the, the families that are have lost someone, the families that are still searching for news, and the first responders to keep all of them in your prayers. So <sighs> I just wanted to put that out there because it's pretty devastating. No doubt. And it, it's it's making people afraid everywhere. I mean, people in California are sending me text messages like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm in San Antonio. And they're like, I know it's coming. And I'm like, what? So I got in there. It, that's not the same thing, but the same, you know what I mean, same storm. But um, after people, I mean, when you see that, it is shocking. And if you forget from the last time there's a tornado, it looks like that every time, you know what I mean? But I forget. It's kind of like it, if you weren't there, you put it out of your mind and then. Oh my gosh, those poor people! Just ridiculous. I was watching a um, mm. a, a news uh, a news update. I try and stay away from the news. Really, most people who know me know that. I don't know if that's just um, like me just keeping my nose to the grindstone and, and other areas of my life. But whenever I peek up and look at the news, I did get a chance to watch a video that um, someone posted on my Facebook feed. Uh, that had this lady, this grandma, she was probably in her 70s. I don't know. Maybe you guys saw it. She was crying or almost in tears talking about everything that she lost. And um, during the interview with the camera crew, you know, they're asking her a lot of questions and she's talking and they are asking her to describe the night or the, you know, her experience. And she she was holding her dog and she was talking about her dog and how she hasn't found her dog. And I'm not joking when I say that dog must have heard her talking because there was like this whimpering of a dog and they found the dog right there in the live interview. They start pulling oh up like, debris and there's the cutest little gray schnauzer that's just kind of standing by her feet. And I was a ball bling. I was just like, oh, oh my, my goodness. Yes. So I mean, like seriously, please keep people and pets and all of them in your prayers yeah. because we're still finding people. And I know pets, it's crazy. I mean, I just don't even know what I would do in that situation. I don't. I would like to think I wouldn't freak out, but I mean, I'm sure I'd freak out. But so here's me, like always prepared. We live in Okinawa. You had to, had to be prepared for typhoons. So I'm looking at the news, like okay, but it is a possibility. You know what I mean? I don't live in. I don't know, Arizona, we don't get tornadoes there, really. Um, we call those death devils. So I'm seriously looking around my house, like, where can we go? What can we do? What are we going to do? Okay, like making a plan. And like, I really have a plan right now with that involves bicycle helmets. And just in case, agree, I don't know. And what closet slash bathroom we'll hide in. So, yeah, I, told, I mean, I don't know. I think it's good I to be prepared. I saw that on your think... Facebook page, and I was like, are we getting a tornado? Should I be hiding somewhere? I almost told I was getting that, so many. Wait a minute. No. I was getting so many text messages. But, you know, they do touch down. Like, they have a, like, destroyed town down here. But people do, they do show up. So, listen, I'm not fighting around. I'm going to pretend like the Army made me be prepared like we used to have to do in Korea and stuff. So, I'm ready. I mean, then, of course, you don't know what's coming. That's the problem. So, yeah, not awesome. I just don't, I just feel so bad. For all of those families and hurricane. people who are displaced. You know, with a hurricane, you have. Oh, no, it's coming. Let's drive away. Days before. Yes. Right. Exactly. So nuts. Yeah. Look at the time. We're doing so well. I'm proud of us. Chris we is not going to have to wait. We're going to do so well. I have nothing exciting besides my daughter's getting ready to take her SAT. In one day, we have SATs, dress rehearsal for. 
for a dance recital, a, a baseball game, and I'm somehow second shooting a wedding in New Braunfels. How did I sign up for that? P.S. I'm not a photographer. <laughs> I mean, I sort of hey, am. How many photographers like, do you pretend? know that have a fancy Canon camera and they just, it's all in the equipment. No, I don't know. It I've is, just made you know, a bunch of... It's all in the eyeball. People can really take amazing mad. pictures with their iPhones, you know what I mean? <laughs> I took her family pictures, though, so she's like, hey, you want a second shoot this? I was like, mm, I don't know what I said, why I said yes, the poor woman. Everyone pray for me that I don't jack it up. And at least she's very well, skilled, well, so I think really I'm schlepping equipment. Yeah, I'll, like, be, I will. I'm, like, going to be having equipment. I think that's my job because she's pregnant. And I'm definitely okay with that. I'll come take pictures of you and your dogs. And we can put them on the come internet. Come on over. They're very <laughs> photogenic. I have the best looking dogs ever. Except They're every very dog. Photogenic. Um. <laughs> My dog is not a great dog for pictures. He looks like something's wrong with him. Um, I like your dog. He's I'm very excited cool. about this detox thing. This is very timely because I did just get a Facebook message that said, wait for it. Hey, I was wondering if you're interested in detoxing. I can help you with that. Let me let, let me know you. What did she say? Let me know if you need my help. I know the you didn't like the prices because I was like, I'm not paying that for detoxing or whatever. So it's so funny. I just got that again today. Yay! For well, cool. You get yeah. to ask. You know, can we do it on our own, or do we need to buy expensive shakes and supplements and things? How does that work? So that's what we have to do for you guys. Yes. I'm excited. Um, so first, now, listen, if I disappear while you guys are doing your interview and you come back, I'm like, Tara, I will be back. I'm probably typing something up. But don't worry. I'm not oh, leaving you. Okay. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so Tara's okay. also going to be kind of poking her head into the chat room, you guys. So if you're listening yep. and you haven't made it in there, because usually what happens on our statistics, like only I would say like 5% of the people that listen to us live ever go into the chat room. So we invite you to go in there. She's going to poke her head in. I'm in there right now. And um, so we invite you to go in there. When we get back from the break, Krista Wells is going to join us, the military spouse coach. She is going to give us an update on what she's been doing since our last show. And then in Krista's corner tonight, we're going to talk detox diets with Pauline Weissman. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be a fun night. We'll be right back after the break. Hey, gang, where's the party right here? This is the money man, Eddie Money. You're listening to Military Life Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment. Or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Up next is Krista Wells, the military spouse coach. 
and she's dropping in to let us know what she's been up to this week, and then also to host her Christmas Corner. So, hey, girl, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for staying up late with us. Oh, you're welcome. I had a kind of a busy week, but I'm excited to be here. I'm very excited about our guest tonight, and I just got back from Toastmasters, and I was the speaker tonight. Um, I actually won Best Speaker, so I can brag about that. Yay! Congratulations. Completely afraid to speak, but I talked about the book that I'm actually going to be doing a military spouse coach Facebook event on um, the book Lean In, and I talked about my skepticism towards the author and then how I sort of had to turn around and ended up really liking the book. So, um, Oh, it was, really? You know, I've been curious it, about that book. You know, it was, a re- it was a good talk because I was very candid and honest and talked about how I had these preconceived notions about her as an author before I had even read the book. I felt like, oh, she's a bazillionaire and she doesn't have work-life balance issues because... She has all this support financially, so I didn't kind of take her message to heart. But then I realized how much I was playing into some of the stereotypes, and she brings up some really good research and things on why we love successful men, but when there's a really successful woman, how we kind of have less of a likability factor. And she kind of caught me on my own stuff, so then I really, really liked the book by the end of it. And it was so ironic because I was flying home from – a vacation that I finally took after nine years, like, leaving my kids, and I'm not one to leave them alone, but I, I, like, leaned into the guilt and just did it, and so I was flying back on the plane, and I'm reading this book, Lean In, and on all empowering women and these kind of things, and over the loudspeaker, the pilot was a female, and I thought about, wow, I don't often fly, and the pilot is a female, so I just thought it was really kind of ironic and synchronistic and cool, and... So yes. I decided to use the book for the next military spouse talk. And even though the book is more for, I guess, her work-life balance topics or more for, like, women that are expecting, I felt like, oh, it's so good for military spouses because we do the same thing, I think, as a mom that might say, well, you know what, I'm not going to go for that promotion because next year I'm trying to get pregnant with my second. Or they think things like that, which slows their career down. And I think we do that, or at least my clients have admitted to me, like, you know what, I know I'm only going to be in New Jersey for three years, so I'm not going to apply for X, Y, Z. And, um, you know, I'm assuming her advice to spouses would be to kind of lean into it as well. So I don't know. I thought it was a good book, and hopefully I got some of the guys in our Toastmasters Club to read it. I said, it's not just for women. you got to read this too. Hey, Krista, how long do you have to get there and talk? Uh, you know what? It's five. My speech tonight was five to seven minutes, and sometimes there's okay. longer speeches. And then you know the advanced. I'm still on the like the beginner manual, but then the advanced manuals are longer speeches. And what I sometimes do is I spoke to some military spouses on Military Spouse Appreciation Day here in Connecticut, and I kind of strung together like two or three what I had prepared as five to seven minute speeches at Toastmasters. But then I you since the content's already written or you have your main points, you can spread it out further. Right. So, like, I kind of reused Toastmasters talks with the military spouses that I went to the base and talked to, and I just made it more military spouse-specific, whereas I was just going over the main points at the Toastmasters meeting because it's kind of a different crowd. Cool. But it's helped me a lot. I mean, I couldn't even get up in front of people and say my little two-minute introduction, and then now I... 
you know, I walked away tonight being like, wow, I did it. So I highly That's recommend great. the club. But, um, so, cool. so, yeah, and then last night we had an open house at my office. I have an office in, you know, in the same town that I live in now. I actually moved offices. I was in downtown Hartford, and now I'm in the same town that I work in. Um, I have, and I share an office with a nutritionist who's going to be on the call tonight. And so we had a big open house last night, which was really fun at our office. It was like a wine and wine and cheese. So it went really, really well. And, um, you know, we're both, we're both busy. I was laughing at Tara's like play by play Sunday because it sounded like our schedule. Like I went from dance recital to t-ball game to dance rehearsal to, um, you know, our weekend sounded just like yours, so I was cracking up. But uh, Pauline also, uh, I'll introduce her in just a second, but she also has four children and runs a business. So, Oh, wow. Uh, she's she's not just, uh, you know, she's kind of like a walk-the-talk kind of woman. <laughs> so she'll be on in a couple minutes. I don't know if she's already on, but I can introduce her. And no, she's She's actually not quite yet, so I'll give you a, okay. a little heads up when she's here. Um, Sounds good. Wendy knows yeah, all that's... the logistics behind the scenes. <laughs> <Radio>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but yeah, my so baptism of my like fire a, was... I, you know, I've had <laughs> crazy busy, but good, you know. Sometimes when we're busy, things are good. Can't complain. Yes, definitely. Okay, so I think we have her on the line, so... What we can do is take a quick break, and then, Krista, when we come back, you can introduce her, and then we'll ha- we'll welcome Pauline to the show. How does that sound, everyone? Sounds great. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back. You're listening to My Military Life Radio. Hey, gang, where's the party right here? This is the money man, Eddie Money. You're listening to Military Life Radio. Okay, everyone, we're back. And Krista, you want to introduce our next guest? Okay, I started to introduce Pauline. Pauline is a friend of mine, and we also share offices here in West Hartford. She is, her the name of her business is Good Choices Better Nutrition Therapy. And she, Pauline's a board-certified nutritionist, but what I like to brag about more than all her certifications and credentials and this and that is that I really feel like she walks the talk and she is um, not just, you know, healthy herself but also has four children and feeds her children healthy and is always giving me new creative ideas that I feel are really realistic and not just your fad diet um, things that you can't, that aren't a healthy lifestyle. So I love her kind of holistic approach to health and I know from hearing from her clients she's made a huge difference in their lives and so I'm just so so excited to welcome her to the military spouse community. Thank you, Krista. She's so she's so humble. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was a wonderful endorsement. <laughs> so no, but I'm I'm, I'm very happy to be excited. Here. So so often we talk about diets, and um, I think for me, you know, after my fourth child, the I feel like the weight started coming on a little. You know, I couldn't blame it on the pregnancies anymore, and then hitting <laughs> the big four zero. Oh, 
um, I feel like, oh, no, you know, is it my metabolism slowing? Am I getting lazier, not going to the gym enough? You know, what is it? And it wasn't just me. Like, I was hearing it from everyone. I was hearing it from clients. I was hearing it from friends. And even when I was talking to military spouses about what are some of your biggest challenges, they with coaching, they would tell me, you know, it's, um, Chris, I love how you work on health and wealth and wellness and wellness overall. For me, it's more helping them to find a career that they're really passionate about. But it's so hard to go out there and find a career when you don't feel healthy and when you don't feel like I'm putting my best self forward and you don't have that confidence. So instead of dieting, which, you know, seems like a short-term fix and not, not always even doesn't even always work, I felt like let's ask the expert. Let's ask her, you know, what is, What's going on out there with this industry? And um, so we're hearing so much buzz around the term detox. So I wanted to ask Pauline, and I got this question from some other military spouses as well, like what is what is up with the detox? <laughs> and is it safe? <laughs> and do we? And Wendy's question was, and do we need to spend a lot of money buying products, or is this something that we can do at home? So. Give, that great. was kind of a long question, Pauline. <laughs> no, great question. I'll, I'll take it from the top. Um, I'm glad you touched upon the the piece about wellness, and you know, you you help people wellness in their careers and and finding a, a career that's right for them. And obviously, I do that via their health and their nutrition and and the foods they eat. And it's so true. If you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, you're not going to be able to be comfortable in life. So for me, it just brings me great joy to be able to share with people and help them feel comfortable in their own skin and feel healthy because when you feel good, you can be happy and you can you can make the most out of your day and your week and be better with your kids and it, it just it just spills over to every other aspect of your life. So I think it makes a big difference. So it's it's my pleasure to be able to work with the clients that I do see. So to touch upon the second half of of the question. The detox, yes. Um, detox is something that, for those of you maybe that are not familiar with the term um, detoxification or cleansing, is when you take the time to follow a very specific, I don't, and I hate to use the word diet, but food program where you're taking an opportunity to take a step back from the things that you might consume on a daily basis to help your body rid your body of toxins that may have accumulated over you know, the course of your lifetime. We are every day inundated with pollutants and toxins in our environment, some that we can control and some that we can't, things like cigarette smoke and pollution and uh, exhaust fumes, pesticides that are used on lawns, things that are you know, on the foods that we eat. And so we're inundated in so, with so many, in so many ways. And it's a great opportunity to take... To cleanse the body, literally, from the inside out. We, I always tell my clients, you spend so much time every day or on a daily basis making sure that the external part of you is clean and put together and you're in clean clothes and your hair is brushed, maybe you have makeup on. You know, How often do you pay attention to what's going on on the inside of your body? So detoxification is a way to literally clean, clean you out from the inside. Now, and do we, Does that answer we, that first part of the question? Yeah, but do we, we continue on? do we have to buy stuff, or can we just do it on our own by calling you and setting up an appointment? <laughs> there are there there is ways to do. There are different. I should say there are different degrees of detoxification. You can certainly on your own 
help your body to cleanse simply by ridding your diet of a lot of processed foods and things that are harder on the liver and harder on the gallbladder because that's the liver is like the washing machine of the body. It the liver is what cleanses your system and rids you of these toxins that you're you're exposed to on a daily basis. And so one of the things you can easily do in a small phase of detoxification is to eliminate the things that are hard on your liver. You know, caffeine, alcohol, sugar, artificial sweeteners. And that may seem like a huge feat for some people, but taking it one step at a time and slowly trying to eliminate some of these things out of your diet or reduce the amount that you get them into your diet, you can do wonders for your system. And then you can take it a step further, and the full detoxification programs that I run with my clients and the groups that I run, and I do do them on an individual basis as well, is where I have a set plan where for 21 days you do follow a specific program where we're taking all these things that I just mentioned, out of the diet, as well as common allergenic foods like gluten and dairy, to give your body a little bit of a rest, a digestive rest as you cleanse the body. And in doing so, I generally do have people purchase at least one type of supplement to help aid the liver in that detoxification process. Then it's like a, it's a protein powder, basically, that has liver-supportive nutrients in it to help the body cleanse. Wow, sign me up. <laughs> and then if you're doing this through people, is this a good way to, like, start a weight loss? Because, um, I don't know, I'm kind of thinking, like, there's so many different diets out there. How do we know, you know, how, how do we pick? Yeah, and this, and I'm glad you brought that up because de- detoxing is truly the side benefit is that most people lose weight because you take all these things out of your diet that, you know, you sh- you should be limiting in your diet anyway. So so um, it's very important, you know, as, it's a side benefit that weight is lost, but it's not designed as a weight loss program. It's designed to literally cleanse your body, but it is an incredible way to reset your body, and it, both mentally and physically, because it really helps you to reevaluate the way you look at food and your relationship with food. And a lot of people don't realize that the habits that they get into on a daily basis, you know, how often have you walked by the pantry or your kids are having a snack after school and you automatically, you know, you grab a handful of their food, you know, a handful of the food that they're eating when maybe you weren't even really hungry or maybe was that even what, did you even like what you just put in your mouth? You know, so it really forces you to look at what you're eating and your food habits and it's a wonderful way to reset yourself and uh, reevaluate what you're doing and how you're approaching your food in your daily life. Yeah, I remember telling Pauline, like, my big New Year's resolution was not to eat cold French toast at 10.30 a.m. That <laughs> the syrup was already cold, and it was like the kids' crust of their French toast. And I was like, I feel guilty throwing this out because it costs money. So I would just eat it, and I would think that's not a proper breakfast, <laughs> eating leftover kids' French toast that's got cold syrup on it. <laughs> So yeah. I stopped eating French toast ends and cold chicken nuggets, and I am now making myself a proper breakfast. Yay for you. So I can say <laughs> since January, I have no longer been doing that. Um, but speaking of not wanting to waste money and not wanting to you know, throw out any food that's the kids, um, I often find that when I feel that I'm buying food for my children and for myself that's healthy, you know, quote-unquote healthy and organic food and, you know, hormone-free milk and hormone-free meats and, um, 
milk with no hormones and things like that, that my budget is high, like it goes up, and that the food costs more money. And I just wondered how you can, like how do we choose what we should be spending our hard-earned military spouse (laughs) budgets on um, so that we can be healthy but not break the bank? No, great question, great question. Well, one of the things is it's very easy, and I'll, I'll start in this place first, it's very easy to get into the habit of feeding kids a lot. I know a lot of people that do this, you know, very easy to feed them kid foods, you know, quote-unquote kid foods, and, and you're talking about French toast, and there's a lot of, unless you're buying, you know, pre-made French toast, which is expensive, you know, if you buy in the freezer section pre-made, a lot cheaper to make it yourself, you are... Um, there's, a, that, there's a time involvement there too. If you are if you are making true whole foods for your kids, then um, it's going to be less expensive. It's it's going to be less expensive to feed your kids oatmeal, regular old oatmeal. Even if you bought instant oatmeal, not even the five you know five minutes on the stove really isn't that much time in the morning. But if you did buy the instant oatmeal, it is significantly cheaper. You can buy a big tub tub of you know Quaker oats for what a couple of dollars and that goes a real long way in feeding kids and it's very inexpensive so if you're feeding them real food it's going to be less expensive the other thing you can do beyond breakfast is to um is to you know you could reduce the amount of meat maybe in in the meals so maybe you do you know some people do meatless mondays or maybe you do that a couple times a week where you're doing you know rice and beans or a, a pasta dish with vegetables and maybe you don't have as much meat in the diet, so that way when you do buy the meat, you can buy a little better quality meat. Those are some of, some of the things that I, I would I would mention, but do you, do you want some more details as far as other uh, meals? I'm just wondering about the organic, because I I was told by, we had a like a vegan babysitter, and she told me, Chris, you have to buy organic strawberries. You have to buy, it doesn't matter so, as much with avocados, but like you have to buy the thin-skinned fruit organic or your kids are getting all these pesticides. And when we get the organic strawberries, I feel like they tend to go bad in a day and a half, and um, sometimes I'm tempted to buy the cheaper, bigger, bright red ones. <laughs> but I need to know... Like, I just need to be reminded that it's worth it to spend the extra money on the organic. Like, is it really absolutely I, worth it? <laughs> you don't have to buy organic for all your produce. There is actually, if, you, if you're not familiar already, um, there's a great website called ewg.org. It stands for environmentalworkinggroup.org. And they put out a list called the, Clean Fif- the Dirty Dozen and the Clean Fifteen. And they list the Dirty Dozen are the 12 most contaminated uh, produce items on the market, and the Clean 15 are the cleanest. So if you want to look at what are the most heavily laden um, fruits and vegetables, they're on that list. And what are the cleanest ones, they are on that list as well. Now, it is true, a lot of the thicker-skinned fruits like bananas, avocados, you know, those would be on the Clean 15 list, and the thinner-skinned fruits are on the, um, the dirtiest list. But it's not; it doesn't hold true all the way. But for the most part, that does does stand true. What Krista mentioned. But Krista, one thing you also want to keep in mind is that very very easy concept. Whatever your kids eat every day, whatever they're eating a lot of, those should be the things that you're buying organic. So if your kids are big apple eaters and they're always eating apples and that's their favorite fruit, they do happen to be on the the dirty dozen list. But 
that would be a fruit that I would say, okay, buy that organic if your kids are eating a lot of it. Because the guidelines that the government um, puts out for pesticides is for adults. And, you know, our children are, what, a quarter of our body weight? And so for them to be getting in the amount of pesticides that is safe for an adult is not exactly necessarily safe for a child. So you, whatever they're eating a lot of, those would be the things that you would want to buy organic. Milk is a big thing. Although you can, most milks now, you know, it doesn't have to say organic on the label, but it will say most local milks will say, I know Hood, Gorelick Farms, they will say right on there there's a little bubble made without the use of growth hormones. It's not certified certified organic, but there's no hormones in those milks, and that's important. Yeah, and I've been ordering our meats, uswellness.com, I think it is. Is that right, yes. Pauline? Yep, that's it. Um, I've been ordering meats with the hormone-free because, I just feel like it's the one thing where, um, you know, I know they inject chickens with so many hormones, and I felt like, you know what, I can get ground chicken, and it's not too pricey, and make up a really good chili that my kids will actually eat. Um, So that's just a good way to, uh, I didn't even think I would love eating ground chicken, but I actually really like it when it's the hormone-free, and I I mix it with my my yummy white chicken recipe. (laughs) So... um, you do. You can find things, I guess, that work for your family that are things that you have often. Because um, we, you know, in the winter we have chili more often. We'll have to find a new. We'll have to find a new U.S. Wellness meat favorite for the summer grilling. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, is that generally, you know, grass-fed beef is extremely expensive. U.S. Wellness meats does have fantastic prices on their on their red meat. But if you buy ground beef, if you do, you know, you really want the the red meat, if you buy the ground beef, it's significantly cheaper than having, say, a steak. So that could be another way to get in red meat, you know, even if it's once a week, but you have the ground beef versus the steak. And you make you can make your, you know, hamburgers out of that and throw them on the grill. Now, is the grilling bad? Because I've heard from some people that the actual grill is not good for you. It's not. It is not the best way to cook because of the high temperature and the and and the charcoal. But if you're doing it once in a while, you know, everything in moderation. You know, so I like um, I like that philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, I should say most everything in moderation. There are certain things that are off my list, but you know, an occasional grilling, an occasional meal, I wouldn't be so concerned. Your body can handle a certain amount of that. So what would be like off the list? <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, for me, sugar, there's sugar. certain things um, I, that I would automatically say are off my list. Um, hydrogenated oils are off my list because they're, they're, it's a man-made oil and it causes it wreaks such havoc uh, with heart heart disease. I would say artificial sweeteners are off my list. That's just an automatic no. They they are also just so no diet coke. No diet Coke, no diet Coke, no diet anything. No, none of those diet products that have aspartame or um, or NutraSweet in them, you know, those those would be off my list, absolutely. And then I would, with oils, the hydrogenated oil means things that are fried, like fries that you get at McDonald's? No, actually those have, they've changed them. I don't, they do those in a non-hydrogenated oil. As far as I know, McDonald's changed their, their oils several years back. Now, what's an oil that we can use to cook? Like if we're just going to do veggies on the skillet in the kitchen, what oil should we use? The easiest thing is extra virgin olive oil. That's that's the best. 
Um, you can also use things like sesame oil if you don't have an allergy. You can use grapeseed oil. It has a very high boiling point. Olive oil, you know, you just don't you don't want to get any oil to a point where it's simmering on the stove when it starts bubbling because then you've changed the structure of the oil and you've brought it beyond its boiling point and then it can go go rancid. You're not getting the beneficial effects of the oil anymore. So olive oil is great. That's the easiest thing to do for vegetables. So an easy meal would be like some pasta and some sautéed vegetables with not too hot of an oil or some like breakfast, I'm thinking oatmeal with fresh organic fruit. And lunches, maybe, what would you say would be some easy lunches? Easy lunches, I would say, you know, you can always, the easiest thing for lunch would be leftover from dinner. That would be the least processed thing you could eat for lunch that would be the healthiest because you'd have good vegetables and, you know, maybe some meat in there, a a nice grain that's not a processed grain, you know, brown rice, black rice, uh, maybe some quinoa or maybe some whole wheat pasta that's leftover, any of those things. But you could easily do, you know, a whole grain wrap and throw throw in some rice or beans in there or throw in, you know, some if you had some chicken left over and throw in some leftover veggies in it and wrap it up in a wrap. You could also do that on salad greens. You know, my favorite thing to do for, for lunch is to take take uh, some salad greens out and literally I call it a refrigerator salad. It's different every day. I, I take the greens out and I take whatever grains I have in the fridge that are left over. I drop that on top so I've got some carbohydrates there. I may add some beans or some chicken or meat if i if i don't if i have leftover chicken or meat i might put that on if i don't i'd add some beans on i'd add some maybe some raw nuts or seeds onto that a little olive oil and vinegar and whatever maybe whatever vegetables i have in my fridge i might throw some of those on there too and it's different every day because it's whatever you know whatever you have cooked that week you use your vegetables and your leftovers in a different way that would require me cooking dinner <laughs> If you cook dinner, like, rush it out of the house. That's assuming that you cook dinner. Yes. Yeah. No, I do most nights, just not last night or tonight. <laughs> but, um, but then you could also get away with thinking about lunch as your lunch foods. You know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. As long as you're having a healthy carbohydrate source, you're having some sort of good fat and some sort of protein in there. It doesn't have to, you don't have to call it breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Your your oatmeal with some berries and some nuts on it with a little bit of maple syrup, that could suffice as lunch if you're getting, you know, you're getting in enough of all those different combinations. If you wanted to have, you know, a stone ground, you know, a stone ground like wheat toast with a nut butter on there and a little bit of honey drizzled on it and a piece of fruit, that could be breakfast, that could be lunch. It doesn't have to be assigned to a particular category because of what you're used to calling it. Yeah, and I would have that for dinner, too, if my husband Absolutely. wasn't expecting the steak. So flow <laughs> changes we'll have to be making over here at the Wells household. But um, so what about, These are like, all just, great ideas. I know. Isn't she wonderful? Um, what about a list of snacks? Because I, I feel like I make pretty healthy breakfasts. For the kids, I mean, not maybe as <laughs> I thought I did until I listened to this radio interview. But no, I make pretty good breakfasts. I'll, you know, I'll make the kids a piece of, of wheat toast and you know a poached egg or something like that and a piece of fruit. But I struggle with snacking. Um, so I I had asked Pauline if she could put together for our listeners like a list of healthy snacks, and I sent that over to. 
Wendy, but can you share just a little bit of like a tidbit what's on that snack list? And then Wendy can share how we can all get a hold of it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) My biggest thing with snacks is to don't think about snacks as something that you open a bag of something and then you're going to eat it. So think of your snacks as as another, almost like another little mini meal. So if you think about it that way, to get away from the processed food and to get away from the refined carbs and to get away from the fried stuff, you know, think about it as a mini meal. So something as simple as, you know, some fresh fruit and maybe some nuts along with it. Maybe... Um, some other thing could be, you know, how many kids, how, how often as a kid did you take some celery and dip it in a jar of peanut butter? Like, that's a fantastic snack. What about hummus with some raw vegetables or some, you know, rice crackers? Or I always pretzels. eat hummus if I'm at a hummus. I always eat hummus if I'm at a party and then I forget to get it when I'm just <laughs> home, you know, to yeah. myself. Um, or even cheese and crackers for kids after school, as opposed to having a bunch of you know, goldfish or whatever snack thing they, you know, you might pull out of the pantry. What about just having some regular whole wheat crackers and slice up some cheddar cheese and they have a piece of fruit with it? That will fill them up more. You told me, I think, um, or getting popcorn was okay, which I love to have, like, on the weekend in the evening if I'm literally, if I'm proverbial, but um, if I'm going to watch a movie, like sit and have popcorn, and you, I think you said that was okay. Yeah, that's actually that's one of my favorite snacks. Is and same thing in the evening. You know, if I really want to, you know, something to munch on, you know, I say organic popcorn because corn, you know, genetically most of the corn on the market is genetically modified, and that's another topic. But I'd like to stay away from the genetically modified foods, and so organic popcorn. I like to spend money on the organic popcorn. But then, if you're making it yourself and you're doing it on the stove you know, a little bit goes a long way, and it's that's actually cheaper than buying microwave popcorn. So that makes it helpful for family budgets as well, and when that would be a healthy up, snack. Had, when I was growing up, we had a cage, and we put the popcorn in this, like, cage and put it in the fireplace, and it popped right up. <laughs> I have to see if my mother still has that. Hmm. It was, an, it was like the like old-fashioned, over-the-fire Popcorn like popper. A, like your own version of like a Jiffy Pop type thing? Yeah, but it was it was like Neat. a black cage and obviously it was like a screen. You know, it looked like a screen door. Yeah. It was black on all sides. And you put the seeds in it and then you literally put it over the flame or you could put it over your stove and like shake it back and forth really fast and it would just pop up. Oh, we got to try that. I got to find one. I got to dig that up. (laughs) My mom doesn't throw anything out either, so it's probably somewhere (laughs) in the house. But we'll have to see. But thank you so so much, Colleen. Um, Wendy, do you have questions? I know you've been on Um, a hot stick lately. I do have one question. I know. I do have one question. Maybe um, if you could help us. So, what do you do if you have a picky eater? And I've tried so many things with my son, but he really, the older he's gotten, the more pickier he's gotten. It wasn't so much a problem when he was little, but now he's, because he can make his own food, he's How old 16, is your little baby boy? He do his own. He's, he's 16. He's not so much a baby. Um, okay. But I know, I'm just kidding. He, yeah, he's like my baby, though, really. I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just like, how old is that little baby um, boy? So what can what can I do? I mean, I, other than I guess maybe talk to him about the importance of nutrition, so there's more of a a mindful 
decision he's making. Or, and then I guess, because I will cook, and sometimes he just won't eat what I've cooked. He won't eat I anything. I would say I want at that, that age, it's a, it's a very different <laughs> ball game because at that age, you know, it's it's not something where you can say, okay, you have an elementary school kid and and you just keep try, you know, you keep putting it on their plate and you force them to at least they have to at least try their food and you know, there's all sorts of different strategies that you can employ. With a teenager, it becomes a lot harder. So I'd say at that point, they're old enough to really understand, you know, what happens with their food. So at that point, I'd say really trying to relate it to their lives. So really talking to them about, okay, well, what, what's important in, in his life? And, you know, if it's sports, if it's, um, Ooh, you know, good. a type of team, like, okay, well, yeah, that's a good one. say it is sports. Because he's a soccer well, player. Okay, well, does he want to be stronger? Does he want to be faster? What are the foods that are going to get him to that point? What's going to make him be a stronger athlete? What's going if if his thing is school and he wants to be, you know, really be top of the class or really be able to compete on something in I don't know, a chess tournament, you know, if he's that type of kid, you know, what's going to what what are the good brain foods that are going to help him focus better? So, I would relate it to whatever his what will come right directly to his life and making the impact on his life and so where he can make some changes that are going to help him be stronger in his own life where it's directly relatable. And the more you can educate him on how it's going to affect his life, at that age they can understand that and he's old enough to understand it. That's when it's going to have a better implication and where you can make a, a more positive change. YouTube videos also. Good. I just got Show. another question from a from someone she oh, said she said to me um this is Jessica she said ask Pauline what daily supplements we should take she heard B vitamins is there anything else that you should take on a daily basis on a daily you know? basis well for it's hard for me to say on a daily basis for the general population i hate to give just a blanket recommendation out there <laughs> But, yes, B vitamins are extremely important, particularly when you're under a lot of stress, particularly for women. That's uh, the whole military stuff publication. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, uh, particularly when you're, you know, mid-cycle, you use up a lot of B vitamins um, two weeks prior to your cycle. So that's, it, you know, B vitamins are extremely important. But I always like to make sure people have a balance of nutrients. So usually I recommend a very good multi that has a higher dose amount of B vitamins in it so that you're getting your nutrients in a balance. I I talk a lot about omega-3 fatty acids with my clients, so fish oils are very important, but I will qualify that in the sense that that is one thing that you want to make sure that you are buying a really good quality fish oil because all the toxins are stored in the fat of the fish, so you don't want to be spending your money on something that's going to pollute your body. So if it's not in your budget to buy a high-quality fish oil, then I would say make sure you're getting in more raw nuts and seeds and you're eating natural nut butters and maybe incorporating some flax oil, you know, onto your oatmeal in the morning. You don't cook flax oil, but putting it into your, using it for salad dressing so that you're getting those good omega-3 fatty acids in another way. But those would be the two, those those would be some of the big things. Like you can put it in a shake, like a fruit Absolutely. shake. Absolutely, in a smoothie. The oils in a smoothie. I um I gave my son a smoothie the other day and I put a little kale in it because I had heard kale was so good for good you. Good for and you. So I I handed Elijah my middle child this little shake and I said oh it's strawberry banana smoothie and he started drinking it and he loves shakes that my husband made so he he said mommy um 
did you forget to take the leaves off this strawberry because it tastes really leafy? <laughs> and he's like, I was so happy because he was halfway done with the shake before he, like, looked up with a skeptical look and asked me why his shake tasted so leafy. <laughs> So I didn't. I think I have to redo my concoction. Maybe a little bit less kale and maybe some spinach that doesn't have as strong of a leafy taste. Or maybe when you put the put it in, you boost up the amount of fruit that's in there so that it's more disguised. That's I all. got snagged. I was like, "What? I thought I was home free." And he looked up and he was like, "Mommy, you forgot to clean the strawberries. You take the leaves off of them." But anyway. That's funny. So you have to try that with your 16-year-old. Just tell him it's like a, a sports shake. Stick some kale in there and some omega-3 and some chia seeds. Right. I like that. <laughs> oh, good, be great yes, for good, him. good advice. Okay, well, we're about out of time. Um, and we did have a question in the chat room, which we'll take a, just a couple minutes to to answer, and then we got to run because we have another interview to go still tonight. But it's regarding juicing, and I don't know if you are if you can speak to specific juicers or not or if what you're familiar with, but maybe you could just answer in terms of juicing. Um, this person in the chat room is talking about a company that sells a juicer that's like $2,000, the Norwalk Juicer. Do you, are you familiar okay. with that? Do you have any thoughts on it? Or is any juicer blender good when it comes to making a green shake? Or um, a nutritious snack. Well, they are. They, there's definitely different, different qual, you know, different quality juicers out there, and different shakes out there. The Vitamix is a big one out there, but that's more of a blender versus a juicer. So there's there's different kinds out there. As far as the the juicers on the market, I'm not familiar with that particular one. But juicing in general is, you know, very good as long as you're not sucking yourself into the trap of juicing a lot of high sugar high sugar fruits and getting in too much sugar there without the fiber that's the only thing that i i caution people against but in general like if you're juicing greens like kale and parsley and you know cucumber and you know uh beet greens or maybe a little bit of beets and you wouldn't have had the beet normally if you're getting in things that you wouldn't normally get in your everyday diet i think juicing can be fantastic and it's a great way to liberate the nutrients out of the fruit and be able to absorb them very easily into the body. So juicing is wonderful, but speaking to that particular juicer, I wouldn't be able to answer your question. There's many different, you know, versions of juicers out there. From, sure, from my that's kind experience, of what I thought. But... Yeah, from my experience, <laughs> the ones that are easy to clean, <laughs> the ones Everything that are easy to clean, those... <laughs> that's funny. I love well, I that. Have a the ones that are easy to I clean. love it. It it, yeah. it um it it does everything like it doesn't separate the pulp from the juice type of thing and I hear that's good for you, um, which is wonderful because then you're getting the fiber as well, which is so important. Okay, well, good. Thanks. For so, how can we just? Me, so. I just wanted to wrap up. Are we going to be able to download that um, list of snacks from you, um, Wendy? Right on the show page. Um, yeah. And so what we're going to do? Yes. And also, we will I think put um. Go ahead. If someone wants to get in touch with Pauline, just make sure that you jot down goodchoicesbetterlife.com. Um, if you want to talk directly with Pauline or have your own one-on-one session with her to talk about the specifics that you know that are gonna, she's really gonna help you more one-on-one than what she can help the broader audience of 
spouses with. So make sure you jot that down so you have her contact information. Um, Pauline Weissman, and it's goodchoicesbetterlife.com. And I'm sure that we can post that everywhere as well. <laughs> yes, we'll, um, we'll post the handout up on the blog post for this show that will include the link to listen live or to listen to the podcast. So, um, and what you want to do is just give us your email address and we'll send it off to you. And Chris is going to post that on her site as well. And we'll have that available for you guys to download for free for listening to the show. So, um, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Pauline. We really appreciate your time tonight. I know we kept you a little long, but this topic is so interesting that we just wanted to continue to get more of your expertise. No problem. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you for having me, Wendy, again. <laughs> and um, I will see you in a couple shows on the next Coaching Corner. Have a great next yes. interview. Okay, great. Thanks, right, everybody. Bye. We'll be right Good back night. after this break. Okay. Don't go anywhere. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. A big thank you again to certified nutritionist Pauline Weissman for being our guest tonight. As we mentioned before, you can find her over on her website, goodchoicesbetterlife.com. Coming up next, we welcome to the show Dr. Stephen Land. If you have an iPad, chances are you've heard of The Daily, which is one of my favorite apps for getting the news. The Daily is a very picture-driven um, in terms of sharing news stories, and Dr. you can find Dr. Lamb's stories and articles over there on The Daily. Uh, for tonight's show, he is going to talk to us a little bit about a topic that um, you might not might be kind of hard to, I guess, to to bring to light. But that is one thing that we like to do on the show is talk about crazy bring things. Bring to light. So, hey, um, before we do that, I know we had a caller. I don't know. Are you able to? Sc- we always screen our calls. Gonna... So if you don't put your question in the chat room, then we try and screen it before, and so we can ask it. Or get yeah, I'm going to try right now. Maybe if we can't get it, um, I'm about to go in right now, so I'm going to go see what we can do. Maybe you can just chat, go play the, the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You go do that. that. All right. Um, I'll go figure it out. Okay. I want to say, All too, right. if you're uh, listening to our show and you want to uh, – and you like the show and you've been listening for a while and you're like, gosh, how can I be a part of this? Before we play the Dr. Lamb interview – I will just put out there, uh, we are looking for an associate producer for our show, and that's the person that will handle our control room 
press all the buttons, play all the commercials, that kind of stuff. So if you've been listening for a while and you are a little bit tech savvy and you would like to be part of our team, we are looking for some help in that regard. It's a little, It gets a little crazy around here on show night because we're trying to do like 15 different things. So um, you can always contact me at wendy at mymilitarylife.com. And we're going to put a request up on our Facebook page uh, for a team member request and see what kind of response we get because uh, our show is growing and we're always doing fun stuff and talking to fun people. So if you want to be part of that, we would love uh, to hear from you. So um, uh, I will tell you really quick before we get into the interview because we're going to see if we're going to take this call or not. Uh, Coming up... On our next show, we are going to we're we're working with uh, one of the biggest loser finalists, Elizabeth. She, she's a army wife. She will be coming on our show. We've been talking about her for a while, and I think we finally got a date secured. So you can look forward to that. And um, that'll be coming up. Her name is Elizabeth, and she was on the Biggest Loser. Okay, so. She's awesome, by the way, yes. Elizabeth. From she's, she's a fantastic girl. Isn't she? I'm awesome. trying to she's screen. Where we yeah, are. I really, I really like her. I'm trying to screen this poor person, um, but I can't figure out how. So that associate producer, any minute now, we'd love for you to jump on board. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay. And whoever's sitting on hold, I'm still trying to figure you out. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'll All right. Up it out next, eventually. we're going to um, okay. introduce you to Dr. Lamb, and then we come, we'll come back to the call after the interview because it's a short one. It's not very long. So when we get back from the break, we'll welcome Dr. Lamb. Thanks, everyone. You're listening to My Military Life Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to the show. For millions of adults in the United States, daily activities like going to work or school may be accompanied by bothersome gastrointestinal symptoms such as abdominal pain and constipation. You might not want to talk to your doctor about these symptoms because we're sometimes embarrassed and find the conversation, frankly, a difficult one to have. So many of us suffer in silence. Here on the show, we do like to bring up topics that no one ever wants to talk about, and we give you access to the experts to ask the questions that really we all want to know. So today we welcome Dr. Stephen Lamb. He's an internist and faculty member at NYU School of Medicine, and he's the author of No Guts, No Glory. And he's here to answer questions associated with this often hard-to-talk-about topic. So, Dr. Lamb, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I think that was really a terrific introduction, and it basically says it all. I mean, we're talking about 50 million Americans, mostly women, you know, who suffer from this entity called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation. Uh, this, this is, these are individuals who, from an early age, uh, you know, late teens, uh, early, early adulthood, start having pain, cramps, constipation, always feel uncomfortable, afraid to eat. And then there's an even larger group of people who just have chronic idiopathic constipation. And, you know, whether it's very infrequent bowel movements or inadequate bowel movements, there's always a sense that something isn't right. And it really affects the quality of their life. Doesn't doesn't cause cancer, okay? Doesn't kill them, but it, it makes them make decisions about trips, work, travel, you know, dates. Uh, not it's not a fun condition. And and most of these people, most of these women in particular, 
have kind of lived lives of quiet desperation because they've tried to change their own diet. They go to the pharmacies. They look at all the shelves. They take laxatives. And what they don't understand is that, you know, there is a growing understanding of the biology of these conditions. And so one of the things I really want to impress upon people is that go to your doctor and talk to them about this condition. There's a specific, first of all, they've got to make sure there's nothing more serious, okay? But then they can right. specifically outline an eating program for you. And there are even, there's even a new medicine called Linzess that the FDA approved for specifically this condition, irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or chronic idiopathic constipation. Remember, drugs are just part of the treatment. All drugs have side effects. You really have to individualize them. But what I'm trying to impress upon your listeners is that we just have a better understanding of this condition, and what you may have been told 10 years ago doesn't apply today. Okay, so what do we need to ask our doctor? You need to go in and you need to explain to them, look, I am here because for the last eight months, eight years, I have the following symptoms. Really try to define it, explain it to them, keep a diary, say, look, when I eat, you know, within an hour, I feel bloated. I have pain. I have. I'm, I. I only go to the bathroom once every three weeks. Whatever it is, you need to explain very clearly and 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 not feel at all embarrassed. These are normal bodily functions. You should be no more embarrassed talking about your gut and your colon than you do about your breathing or about any other part <laughs> of your anatomy. That's what medicine's all about. Amen to that. So why does this happen sometimes? Why does this, our GI well, system, why does this happen? Yeah, well, you know, the, the, the GI system is really a very complex organ system, a lot of different organs, as you, know, as you know, when people read my book. You know, it's the colon and your intestines and your pancreas and your liver, and they all have to interact. And, you know, it's like an orchestra, and it can, things can really go awry because, you know, you may, you may be ingesting foods that are, you know, the body's not tolerant of, such as milk or gluten or fructose. Because you have a gut-brain connection, that is, you have a direct line to your brain, if you are agitated, a signal goes down the vagus nerve, which causes spasm or cramps. Because if I give you bad news, within seconds, you're going to have abdominal cramps. So we know that the brain can affect the gut. And by the way, the gut can affect the brain as well. So because of the myriad of, of, of interconnections between your gut and your brain, your gut and the outside world through the food and the environment, you're going to have an impact on the functioning of your gut. And that's really why it, in, in some, some societies and some cultures, you know, a lot of people believe that the gut is kind of the center of the body. And, you know, I'm starting to believe it more and more. Well, we see all these commercials on TV, and we see, you know, you should you should try this or try that or have a yogurt once a day, all of these things. And so I, I, I do think it's a little more prevalent in what we're seeing in the media, but it's good to actually, like, talk to you today because, you know, we might not think it's, oh, that big of a deal, but it can be very troublesome And you're, when you oh, make that it, point. It is, it's a big deal. No, it's absolutely a big deal. The, the amount of, uh, of time that is wasted, uh, the quality of people's lives that are affected because they, you know, and it shouldn't be a trial and error. It should just be, you know, let's have a plan. Let's go to somebody who's really has a good understanding of lifestyle changes, understand about digestive enzymes or, or talk about, you know, probiotics and talk about some of the new pharmaceuticals, as I said, like Linzest. It really knows how to integrate lifestyle changes 
and, and really can personalize it, can understand what is it about your life? Are you traveling all the time? Or do you have, you know, are you, or do you work a night shift where it affects your circadian rhythm? You know, is it, there's so many factors that are contributing to how your colon works. In other words, we talk about, of course, being regular. Well, you need a regular life, a regular schedule to be doing this. You know, if, you have, if you're a shift worker, it's all going to impact on your biology, and because of the sensitivity of your gastrointestinal tract, it's not surprising that that, that organ system suffers, you know, inordinately. Is it more affected by stress? I mean, military spouses, we, you know, our lives are pretty unpredictable, and that doesn't even go for our 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 husbands and spouses who do work shift work and do work, you know, crazy hours, long hours. Correct. Stress is a factor, but we have to be careful not to think that it's the only factor because, one, there are a lot of people who feel stress, all right, and they don't necessarily have irritable bowel syndrome or chronic idiopathic conflict. So it's stress in association with maybe some genetic predisposition or some other factor that is augmenting the impact of stress on your life. As I said, everybody will feel, you know, with an immediate stressful response, some sort of gut reaction. We know that, okay? But some people seem to have it on a more chronic, indolent basis. And, uh, and, and you know, it certainly can cause stress, but stress is a factor, but it's not the only factor. Okay. So what kind of lifestyle changes can we make that could make a difference? I think that it really requires a global change. You need to start to eat. Foods need to have a nutrient value. They have to be less processed. You need to be able to appreciate which foods may trigger your problem, whether it's caffeine or spices or chocolate or or as I said, fructose, which is a sugar, right? Uh, you know, or gluten right. or milk products. You need to find, you need to dissect out from a diary which foods seem to be more troublesome. You need to eat on a regular basis. You need to chew your food. You need to be careful about chewing gum and using straws and carbonated beverages, which, you know, you need to be certain that you're not taking other medicines that affect the bacteria in your colon, right? You take antibiotics for no reason. You're going to knock out these very healthy and very, very important bacteria in, in your colon. Um, you know, there's so many changes that you may need to make. You need a plan, and you should make that plan with your doctor, whether it's a gastroenterologist, whether it's your family doctor. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, the majority of people can truly, truly have their lives uh, uh, improved by some simple interventions. That is great to know. It sounds to me like the first step is to have a diary and start tracking what exactly you're eating. Right. That is, and that's that helps offensive. just right. with regular fitness anyways. Right. I mean, having I mean, a diary, so everyone when, you, can do that. when you go to your doctor, you can at least share with them, you know, something. For the last eight months, whenever I, you know, this is when I have symptoms. I have symptoms first thing in the morning. I have it late at night. I have it, whatever it is, whenever I eat, you know, this kind of vegetable or whatever. I, I think that all these things are quite helpful because people forget very quickly where is the pain to begin with. Is it in the upper abdomen? Is it the lower? Everybody calls it the stomach. Well, I guess, you know, guess what? You know, the stomach is only one little small little section of the abdomen. And, and so you want to be precise about your complaints. Are there foods that we should be aware of that might make it worse, like aggravate what we're feeling? I, I, I'm a, I think that uh, dairy products are a big issue, only because 70% of people are lactose intolerant, and that's a huge number. Uh, My and husband so I, is, I, I, try sure. to, I try to really, really reduce or eliminate, 
you know, the dairy products. And I think an increasing number of people are really sensitive to fructose, which are sugars. And so there's a website, you know, if you go on the Internet, you can read about FODMAP, F-O-D-M-A-P, you know, that shows you all the foods that are really rich in, in, in these kind of sugars that really cause a lot of uh, problems for a lot of people with irritable bowel. And then I think a lot of people are intolerant or less tolerant of gluten than they were ever before. Not a classical celiac disease, as we say, but a lot of times you move gluten out of your diet, you move fructose out of your diet, you move dairy out of your diet, you have fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, you add a little bit of fiber, you eliminate too much coffee, and, 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 and all of a sudden, you know, you'll feel much better. Plus, you know, you remember, food is a nutrient, so you always have to remember that that's why you're eating to begin with. So put the best nutrients you can put into your body and prepare them in a way that you can appreciate their nutrient value. I think that's such a good point because I think sometimes we just eat, frankly, eat and don't realize yeah. that it is wait, wait, the nutrients. It's not about calories. It's um, about nutrients. What do you think about these green shakes? And I think it's probably a pretty help? good idea. I, I, I think that yeah. they're pretty good. I think that the problems that many of us really aren't, aren't exposed to fresh fruits and vegetables, depending on where you live, you know, um, and I think some of these greens probably are a good idea. I mean, I, I don't like the taste of greens, and I think a lot of guys don't like the taste of greens. That's been my experience. But if you can, if you can ingest it, I think it's probably a pretty good idea. <laughs> we just started doing that at our house. That's why I asked. I mean, does your, does your um, husband or brother like like the green stuff? I mean, it's just I found that kind of interesting that, that women seem to like hard. it. It's hard. Yeah, okay. it's hard. I mean, we got one of these blenders that are kind of fancy, right. you know, but we're, I'm, we're, I'm trying to think of ways to make it a little more, you know, fun, I guess. And I think yeah, I, I am certain there, something there are that we some, some ideas. I, I mean, I got one of those blenders myself because, you know, clearly I'm trying to just improve my own nutrition because I do think that the nutrient value of the foods you eat is the single greatest determinant of how healthy you are. So you're giving a good message to the other members in in your home, and especially, you know, we have younger kids. We don't want this obesity epidemic to affect them as well, and and not skipping meals. And and so, you know, by having these at least greens or shakes, you're at least having some nutrition on a regular basis. But, uh, you know, and, and I think that that's probably very important for the IBS, you know, patients as well as the idiopathic constipation patients. A lot of times, you know, you vary how often you eat, and that contributes to the irregular bowel habits. We want to make them regular. That's where you, we even use that term. So lifestyle, eating, and for those where it doesn't work, I want to remind your readers, there are new medical approaches. There are new pharmaceuticals that the FDA has approved for this specific indication. Okay. Wonderful, doctor. All right. So lastly, I just want to kind of um, get your thoughts on as wives and as moms, you know, we're taking care of our family. And a lot of times for military spouses, part of our family is deployed and downrange or away in a far off country. And so can you speak a little bit to our listeners about just how important it is to take care of themselves so they can take care of their family? I mean, we're talking about your your, your husbands or, or or the wives. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I you know, we always tend to put ourselves maybe not top of the list, 
and when we're not. Well, I think that you know health health is really a a couple's and family concern because you know when one member, whether it's the husband or the wife, you know are ill, it affects the dynamics and the well-being, and it spills over. I mean, when when the the wives really are, are are critically important for kind of coordinating the activity of so many activities, it just I'm not saying that you know that it only should be the wives, but it, it often is, and you know it's it's the wife that is uh, really having to worry about you know getting the kids up, you know to school, what kind of clothes they're going to get. You know the guys are worried about whether the Jets or the Knicks are going to do okay, but you know the wives are really involved with some really critical issues, and when the, when there's disorganization on the female side, it really has an impact on everybody. So. It's critically important, and start with nutrition. Make sure you get enough sleep. Do a little bit of exercise, and hang around people that make you happy. I mean, that's honestly 80% of wellness is, is what I just described to you. Wonderful. All right, everyone. Today we've been speaking with Dr. Stephen Lamb. He's an internist and faculty member at NYU School of Medicine, and he is the author of No Guts, No Glory, so he can pick up his book to learn more. Thank you, Dr. Lamb, for being with My us pleasure. today. Thanks it for was having wonderful. me. I wish you the best. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. Welcome back to the show. What? I did you hear say did I hear what? I had I, no. I actually was clicking a button and it said muted. Unmuted. Oh. I was like, oh no. <laughs> that was great. I'm telling you that guy. I like that guy. Yeah, he's kind of a big wig. I'm kind of uh I was a little bit um I don't I don't know if you can use the word starstruck when talking to a doctor, but he's a little Dr. Oz-ish, you know? Right. I just like how he just cuts the chase, too. I mean, I don't know. I just really like that. that was a good one. And, and it just tied in so perfectly. Very well done, Wendy Pulling. Well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I thought All that right, was so we fun. Have just a few minutes left. We lost our caller. Um, Rita Smith was the caller. So... Um, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know what That's happened. That's okay. Well, you know, we screen our calls because we have, like, we've had crazies call into our show before. Right. And so we just had well, a little think, bit of I don't know what they thought when I called them back. I was like, hi, this is Tara from My Military Life. Sorry we couldn't get to your call. I, I was messing it up and she hung up. So um, I don't know. But anyway, so I think this is a very informational um hour. I'm excited to see the links. We need to get those up because I need to go link on to all those things they everyone kept talking about. 
and get some information. Yes, and um, something that's new on Block Talk Radio, they have a new embed player, and so we will post that as well, how oh, you good. can download that. And what that will do is um, you can actually put the player, like if, you have a, if you're a blogger and you have a blog and you're a regular listener of our show, we'd love for you to either embed the show, uh, the last five episodes, or if you have like a special show that you like that you want to share with your readers on your blog, you can embed a specific show. So if you are a blogger that blogs about health and fitness or um, a food blogger, this show yeah, like may clean, be one that you want to put. Right. Yeah. We should start, a, we should start so eating we clean put, and then blog about it. Yes. So I do want to apologize, everybody, though, because we, we haven't put anything up on our blog in a little bit, and I want to take um, responsibility for that and just let you know we know about it, we're aware of it, we hear your cries for content, and um, <laughs> just this move and everything going on on my end, I haven't been very good at that, but we have been we have got some couple of good radio shows for you to listen to in the meantime while we get our contact our content. Uh, updated over there on the website. So bear with us. I appreciate that. And um, I just wanted to put that out there that we did not forget about y'all. Um, we are working on it. And Tara's working on our first blog post, aren't you, Tara? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <On> procrastination. <laughs> yeah. No. You can do it on procrast- You can put on your NSEC stuff or military. What, is, okay. what does that stand for? The Military Child Education military. Coalition. That's my new job. Yes, Terry does a lot of work with I'm that. teaching parents yes. tomorrow. Fun time. They're actually pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so did we already ask if people had questions for us, where to send them? Does everyone know? Everyone? They're no, not answering not. Um, Nobody answers when I ask questions <laughs> into, the, into the radio sphere. If you have any questions, send it to Wendy at MyMilitaryLife.com, or since she's super busy, you can send it to me at Tara at MyMilitaryLife.com. Like not you're not busy. <laughs> I'm not moving this week. Next week, I will be busy. Yeah, that's I'll true. take the reins this week. <laughs> and after you're done relocating your husband for the second time in two months or one month. I think in one month, right? Oh, it's like, yeah, two times um, in like a month, yeah. Six weeks. So I think it was one month, yeah. If you want to connect with us on Twitter, I'm just going to do this real fast. Um, hit us up at My Military Life. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash mymilitarylife. Share with your friends, people. Share with your friends. On Pinterest at pinterest.com. Are we putting anything on Pinterest? I need to password to that sucker because um, I pin all day long. Yeah, I love Pinterest. We have a lot of great stuff. We get new followers every day. So follow I us and we will follow you back. Yes. Oh, yay. That's always fun. And then subscribe via iTunes because that's always fun. And you can listen to us when you go for your long walks, getting healthy and getting all the toxins out of your system. See how that all ties in? Yes. I love it. <laughs> so wet it out while you listen Good to us. Job. Or when you're right, cleaning so your house. You've also heard that. Yay, too. that's so, our all friend right, from so last thank time. You yeah. Tonight. Yes, I hope she's listening tonight again, um, too. Uh, Marla was supposed to be in our chat, but I'm not sure what happened. So, Marla, we missed you tonight. I think she had some technical issues with her computer. Uh, 
I want to say thanks to Krista Wells uh, for hosting her Krista's Corner tonight. You can look for that corner once a month. So you can check out her old episodes on the website. Um, our guests tonight were Pauline Weissman, certified nutritionist, and Dr. Stephen Lamb, internist. You can find more information about each of them on our website. For this, uh, we'll post this show uh, post, which will have all the links and a link to listen to this show. Uh, put the embed link on your blog if you'd like to do that. Uh, like I said, next week we're working with, to get Elizabeth on for the, from the Biggest Loser, a military army wife who was a finalist. You can look forward to that. That's coming up. Um, David Bromstead, the host of Design Stars, coming on our show. That's coming up later uh, in the summer. So I know what? Yep. <laughs> so we're excited okay. to welcome him. And we have a lot going on. Like we even have like an interview that's supposed to happen with, um, you know, Paula Dean, his son, her son. I'm not making sense. Right. Um, is going to be cooking for the troops on Memorial Day. And so we're working, we're invited to interview him, so we're working the details on that, and that will be around Memorial Day. You guys will get a sneak and peek into that. He'll be cooking for the troops in San Diego, and we'll be um, talking to him there at the, I cannot think of the, the Midway. Is it the Midway? That's the aircraft carrier that's parked down there. I know it's not the Midway, and that's the one. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's so cute that you asked me that. (laughs) Yes, I believe it is. I don't have no, I don't know the difference. So those are just some some fun things coming up. Um, I do want to say, and this hopefully will someday will be on an audio track, so we can just press the button. Uh, we are in our disclaimer for our show, just to make our lawyers happy. We are not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, the Department of the Ar- Army. Uh, or the Department of Defense, the views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts and our guests do not reflect official DOD policy. Any advice we give is strictly the views of the co-hosts and our individual guests. And we talked a lot about nutrition and health tonight, so we want to say check with your doctor before modifying or changing anything, right? Don't call um, us if you complain when you cut out caffeine and get a headache. It's going to (laughs) happen. It's not our fault. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show, favorite listeners. Please visit us online at MyMilitaryLife.com. You know who you are. It's you right there on your couch. Um, for archive shows, show times, and upcoming guest information. We are on time. I'm proud of us. Yes, we are on time. High five. I Virtual love maybe one We're going to do the show. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do the show in person. Uh, maybe next the next show we'll get Elizabeth and we'll go. I think with Elizabeth that would be fun. The bowling alley or something, wouldn't it? That'd be really well. Yeah, so stay tuned, everybody. You never fun. know what we're going to do next. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. All right. Good Bye night, now. everybody. Thanks, Tara. <laughs>
baby lately when I'm all alone It's just about the only thing I do And when I close 